This week on Medical Mindfield, Rebecca, who says she doesn't wash her hands after going to the toilet. I just don't really think about it, especially when I'm at home. I just don't feel like, you know, I'm doing anything that's particularly unhygienic. And Professor Sally Bloomfield. What hygiene is, is about protecting ourselves from exposure to harmful microbes. It's cleaning in the right place at the right time. It's about saying, do this at the times when there is a known risk. Welcome to Medical Minefield, the podcast where we talk about the ethical dilemmas at the heart of the health stories that matter the most. I'm Eve Simmons. And I'm Ethan Ennels. And we're health journalists, which means we spend our lives asking tough questions to top experts so you don't have to. This week, we're asking, is it really that bad not to wash your hands after going to the toilet? As always, we're keen to hear from you. So if you have a comment or a suggestion, please do get in touch by emailing health at mailonsunday.co.uk or tweet us at medminefield. I made the conscious decision to stop washing my hands. I think when I was in college. Was it college for you? I don't know, that's the, that's what I remember because one of my good friends from college also doesn't wash her hands. And it was like how we had that bonding experience. She, one day I was like, I- I'm, I'm just not gonna wash them. She was like, I'm not either. I don't <laughs> wash my hands. I don't really trust people that wash their hands because well, one, I don't think it does anything no. to actually wash. It doesn't. It doesn't do anything to actually wash them. I do wash if I they go number two. They didn't used to wash them back in like the back way back in the day when they didn't have, and you would go to the bathroom around the outhouse. Nobody washed their hands then, and there was less diseases. I sometimes like with my roommates, home, I'll have to like turn the water on because I'm like I don't want them to think I'm like disgusting. I'll like text. I'll like turn the water on and like take a text break. <laughs> no, and be literally, like, I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> Now, we've talked about some strange internet clips on this podcast before, but I think the one that's been surfacing this week, which has got 7 million views on Twitter, sort of takes the biscuit as the most bizarre. I just don't know why anyone would admit this. At least we'll admit it so proudly and really say it with their chest to the extent that they think they're saying something really intelligent when there are about 10 different scientifically incorrect things in that. 30 second clip alone. For listeners who aren't familiar with this clip, um, we're talking about um, a few seconds of uh, a podcast called the Mean Girls podcast, which is very popular. The two presenters who I believe are seasoned podcasters had this conversation about whether they wash their hands or not and had some surprising insights. They seem to believe that it's actually better not to wash your hands and that ages ago, back, well, I think I believe they said back in the day, people didn't wash their hands and you know, everything was fine. Apparently there were less diseases. Yeah, that's the logic. Which is the first I have heard of that. But this is um, a kind of something that's popped up before. There's lots of people in the public eye who have said before that they don't wash their hands, especially after going to the bathroom. Apparently in 2015, Jennifer Lawrence, the Hollywood actress, oh my God. admitted that she doesn't wash her hands. She then said that that was a joke, but sure. no one's going to sure. believe her now. These are just the people coming out of the WeWorks and saying it. Stats show that a lot of people don't wash their hands at all. Yeah, you've been looking into this this week, haven't you? What, what have you found out? Yeah, so in, in the UK, some studies suggest that about a quarter of Britons don't wash their hands after going to the toilet. Some studies suggest that more than 60% of men don't wash their hands after peeing. And what about women? I think women wash their hands more. I think women would wash their hands less. Okay, go on. Do you want to know why? Sure. Because... 
women don't have to touch parts of the anatomy in the same way that men do. Mm. So there may be a, a sort of a logic of, well, I haven't touched anything, so why am I washing my hands? But women have to go into cubicles and cubicles is where, you know, number twos happen. Whereas men, when they go to the toilet just to pee, don't actually have to enter that kind of space if you see what I'm I saying. I see. But that's quite, it takes quite a lot. It's a bit of a jump to get there. Whereas I touch my genitals, I need to wash my hands <laughs> is more of a sort of linear process. <laughs> but anyway, um, no judgment. Can you tell me what soap is? Because we know it's really important and we know we all should wash our hands with it. But what is it? Isn't it a... Oh my god! I don't know. I'm a terrible health journalist. What is it? It's a it's a it's a cleansing tool. It's a cle- no no. That's that's a really good way of describing it. Soap is a combination of some form of oil combined with an alkali called lye, and the whole point about soap is that when you combine them, it creates a detergent effect. So when you put soap in your hands uh, and you rub it into your skin, it picks up and blends with all the oils on your skin, so that when you rinse them it takes away all the germs with it. So mm. soap you put on your hands isn't actually killing the germs. Mm. It's just creating an environment in which you can get them off your hands, which is why rinsing is so important. And some experts I was talking to this week were pointing out that a lot of people put soap in their hands, but then not do the required 20 seconds. Do you remember this from mm-hmm. COVID? Mm-hmm. Sing happy birthday How twice. Yeah. Because the whole point about soap is that it doesn't actually kill the germs. It just creates the environment in which you can wash them off and lather them off using your hands. Mm, interesting. When I've been looking into this, there's lots of people who come up with different theories about mm. the, the accepted logic. So some people say that soap is useless or they say that you should just rinse very quickly and then shake them off, but that's enough. And obviously COVID brought about the rise of alcohol hand washes. We used them before, but they were suddenly everywhere during COVID. And mm. I think there was, there was this feeling that soap wasn't enough to get rid of COVID. So we all had these kind of Purell gels and the antiseptic wipes and, you know, people are washing their shopping bags after going to do their weekly shop. And interesting enough, there's loads of debate over alcohol hand washes too, because some people say they don't work. Apparently the NHS doesn't recommend using alcohol hand washes for norovirus. So at the risk of sounding completely like I'm on the side of the gross population of this country. Sure. Is there anything to it? Okay, that's that's the big question. And yes. And no. So if you're just peeing, Hmm. say you're a man and you're just peeing, then that in itself isn't going to create an environment where you're picking up too many germs. The the one which really matters is when you go for a number two and come into contact with fecal matter because fecal matter is one of the main forms of transmission of these kind of diseases. So we're talking stuff like E. coli, salmonella, norovirus, stomach bugs, essentially. But these can be really serious. And in fact, at the moment, we're seeing quite a serious rise in norovirus cases. Yeah, the UK just had the biggest wave of norovirus, which is the vomiting bug. And it also does a real number on your stomach too. The the worst cases for five years. And it usually starts in care homes. It's food-based, but it's it's when people uh, basically ingest fecal matter. And, And one of the best ways to stop people getting this virus is... Don't eat fecal matter. Don't eat fecal matter. But is wash your hands thoroughly. And this is why what these girls are saying makes absolutely no sense. Because we know for a fact that thoroughly washing your hands 
reduces certain diseases. So we know that if everyone in a community washes their hands, then the risk of diarrhea reduces by 50%. The CDC, which is the American Medical Board, believes that if everyone in the world washed their hands thoroughly, we would reduce the amount of deaths by 1 million every year. But that's almost entirely to do with feces. Mm. So I guess there might be a very small argument to say that it's less important if you're just peeing. But a lot of experts would also say there are so many other ways to pick up germs, right? You could be touching the door handle Mm. in the toilet because someone else didn't wash their hands. You could pick up the germs that way. So while there is a greater risk when you... It's so hard to find the words which aren't disgusting talking about this. (laughs) But basically, the safest thing to do is just wash your hands every time. Well, I think maybe we should... um, We've actually managed to track down as if by some miracle, somebody who wants to talk to us about the fact that they do not wash their hands when they go to the toilet. On the line now is somebody who we're going to call Rebecca. That's not her real name, but we're changing her name for reasons of anonymity. Rebecca, you have admitted to not always washing your hands after you go to the toilet. Can you explain a little bit about why you think that habit developed and any justification? (laughs) Um, I don't really know why. I, you know, it's not all the time. I'm not that unhygienic. I promise I shower and I do all of the other stuff. But, um, yeah, maybe laziness in part. It's only if I ever just go for a wee. Caveat, I do wash my hands, you know, if I'm preparing food and things like that. And if I go to the public toilet as well, and there's people around, that usually reminds me that I'm supposed to be washing my hands. Do you think sometimes you just forget? Yeah, because, like, this is going to sound really strange, but I'm a really quick peer, so I pee really (laughs) quickly, which often means that I just don't, like, I'm so quick, I'm just in and out, and I just don't really think about it, especially when I'm at home. And it's just habitual. I'm just out of the habit. And it always made my family laugh and made me laugh. That when we went into COVID and lockdown and they started telling you how to wash your hands probably for like 20 seconds, everyone was like, oh, that's just obvious. And I'm like, no, it's not that obvious. I don't really know how properly to wash your hands. Like, I wonder what percentage of the population actually stop and wash their hands for 20 seconds. Did you start washing your hands more after COVID? Um, yeah, but not, I wouldn't say I did actually, no, no. <laughs> um, let's be honest, I'll be honest, what's the point in lying? And you don't worry about the bacteria or anything like that? Are you sort of, that's not something that... No, like, like I say, if I am preparing food or mm. I'm with other people I do but I think maybe with the whole doing it with other people it's obviously in part it's people will think less of me if I left the cubicles and didn't wash my hands. Has that ever happened have you ever been caught out with a friend or something and someone said oh you didn't wash your hands? No and I'm quite frank so if they did say anything I'd just be like well no I didn't like <laughs> you know I'm not that kind of worried about that type of thing but because I suppose as well, because you can't see it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That like you can't see the bacteria. Like if I had like that, if it illuminated on my hands mm. or whatever, 
then it would automatically draw my attention to the fact that I have bacteria on my hands. I wonder, I'm not saying that I'm somebody who doesn't wash their hands when I go to the toilet, but I am sympathetic, I guess, to the idea, especially with women, I can understand why you may logically feel that there's not really a reason to, because whereas men are sort of have to touch an area of their body, women don't really necessarily have to come into contact no. with it. Do you think that sort of plays into it as well for you? Yeah, definitely, I do. I think that I just don't feel like, you know, I'm doing anything that's particularly unhygienic. When I go to the toilet, I'm like I say, I'm literally in, out. I don't know, and I'm, I'm in part, it is laziness, I'm not going to lie. I'm lazy. <laughs> I cut corners. Well, Rebecca, I am so grateful that you have come on to talk about this. It's really enlightening. And I think it's really important that we hear this side of the debate. So thank you so much. You're welcome. I think more people, if they're honest, probably don't wash their hands either. <laughs> I think you're totally right. I completely agree. <laughs> Take care. Thanks for joining us. Not a problem. Bye. Hi, Julia, producer here, an avid hand washer. Um, I think when women have to go number one, when they wipe, there's only a couple of layers of paper that are well, that separating depends them. how many layers of paper you choose to use. Sure, but doesn't liquid penetrate paper? And you don't always get it right, you know? And you don't actually know what particles pass through and eventually reach your fingers. When men, you know, they just shake it off. They don't actually have to wipe unless, do men wipe? There's no for toilet paper that you're number one. For number one? No. I don't know no. if you know Yeah, but what if you're going for a sit-down wee? Oh, a posh wee. <laughs> oh, is that what it's called? I call <laughs> it a sit-down wee. <laughs> okay, right. I have a confession off the back of that candid Whoa. conversation. The whole wash your hands for 20 seconds, saying happy birthday twice, I'm not sure I ever do it to that extent. Yeah, I do, I, I'm not a very long hand washer, I must say. I've 20 seconds is a long time. Yeah, things to do. People wash to until do. you're squeaky clean. That's the rule. What does that mean, though? You don't ever wa finish washing your hands and you hear the... But I thought this was really interesting. That one thing uh, Rebecca said was that she was a hygienic person and that she showered a lot and therefore felt that she didn't need to wash her hands as much. And th I think that there's a really interesting... The kind of confusion, man. I think these these girls from the podcast had it as well. The confusion between cleanliness and hygiene. The idea that if you feel clean, and you you know you don't have dirt or grease on your hands, then therefore you're fine. But in fact, these germs are completely invisible. So you, you could feel squeaky clean, but you could have loads of germs in your hands. You wouldn't know. And mm. I think people often base it on how like dirty they feel rather than. Just the simple kind of rule of, of do it every time. Mm. Do you want to know a really strange fact I yes, learned yesterday? Always. So when they started implementing, well, when Boris Johnson went out and told people to wash their hands mm -hmm. frequently at the beginning of COVID, the average person was doing it about eight times a day, although there were still one in 10 people who just didn't wash their hands. But a third of the people surveyed thought that the reason they needed to wash their hands frequently is because COVID could get in through your fingers. So they thought the reason Boris Johnson was telling them to frequently wash your hands was because if COVID stayed in your fingers too long, it would seep into your skin and infect you. I see how they've arrived at that <laughs> conclusion. 
But this is, I think maybe it's because... It is wrong. It's, it's definitely wrong for the record. But maybe it's because that we, we take hand washing for granted. You know, we, we everyone's grown up with the concept. But they don't really understand why don't they really do understand it. it. Some mm. people don't even know what soap is, for example. Well, Rebecca admitted to not knowing how to properly wash her hands. Yeah, exactly. And how far down your hands do you wash? Do you do your wrists? I also think jewellery plays a, p- a part in this conversation. Because if you have rings on... You have to take them off and then wash and it's quite a business unless you have very expensive rings. Actually, you know, perhaps this is a matter of how much money you have. Mm. Fingernails. Also fingernails. Do you wash underneath your fingernails? I have quite long fingernails, so yes. Producer Julia? Um, Maybe not every time. (gasps) Shocking. I washed my hands today like eight times, though, and it's barely, well, it's, I guess it's actually like... Well, eight times. times doesn't actually sound like that many times, given how, I don't know, the average amount of time that people go to the toilet every day. Well, and also, the, it's not the only time you're meant to wash your hands as well, right? If you're handling your food, wash your hands. If you're about to eat, you wash your hands. Uh, if you've gotten off the metro. I think that's a step too far. I wouldn't do that. It's so gross. Think about all of the people who don't wash their hands and all of the things that they're touching that you're then touching. I think that there is a case for overwashing your hands. I feel like there are these obvious kind of pinch points where, say, you've handled raw meat or you've just been to the toilet where it's, you, you've probably maybe picked up some E. coli or you may have even got salmonella or something and you need to get off your hands. But I think the simple act of just living your life, getting on the tube, sitting down at a restaurant touching the table you can't go your whole life worried about the germs you're picking up in those spaces is there not an argument for exposure to microbes that prime our immune system and boost our immune system Mm. and i remember that the daily mail's columnist max pemberton wrote about overwashing hands and the dangers of overwashing hands and and I think that was part of it. Yeah, well, the, the understanding of, of the body's uh, microbiome and, and, and the interaction of bacteria on our skin and inside a body is, is a rapidly increasing field of science. And we know that you need to have a healthy balance of bacteria. I, from what I understand and from scientists I speak to, I think this applies more to showering. People think that if you constantly wash your whole body and your hair, hmm. that's not great for your body. There are risks to washing your body too much. Yeah, I think scientists would say that if you're taking two, three, four showers a day and you're constantly scrubbing your body, A, that's needless. The reason we wash our hands is because we put our hands in our mouth, we put our hands on our food, we shake hands with people. It, it's the kind of touch point of the body. Mm. But you don't need to wash your elbow because your elbow is not going into contact with things. Well, usually not. But... What are you using your elbow for? <laughs> well, I guess maybe when we we're all touching elbows during COVID, well, we exactly, been wiping we should have been wiping our, our elbows. Did anyone actually do the elbow thing? I don't think anyone. Really it looks did. so stupid. Yeah, it did. Oh, did you, Julia? Did. We're learning so much about Julia on this podcast. Well, I think we should probably talk to an expert who really knows what they're talking about in this field. And you've got one on the line, haven't you? Yes. Joining us now is Professor Sally Bloomfield, Chairman of the International Scientific Forum on Home Hygiene. Professor Bloomfield, you have seen the uh, podcast clip in question. What was your first reaction when you saw it? I was pretty horrified in that things surrounding the toilet and that type of thing are seen as ways of producing titillation. And this was all about people giggling and sniggering about 
things like poo and things that we don't like to mention. You know, it was just trivializing the fact that actually preventing the spread of infection is a key part of staying healthy. And what do you think they got so wrong about the whole process of hand washing? Well, they didn't understand really the difference between cleanliness and hygiene. You know, they were sort of saying, oh, as a child, I was disciplined to do this, that and the other. And now I've got to university. I now talk to my friends and we don't bother to wash our hands any longer. But actually, we all do wash our hands because if you get anything dirty or sticky or unpleasant on your hands, you wash your hands. So they, they, they were completely confused about what they were actually talking about. Were they talking about cleanliness to get rid of dirt and, uh, or were they talking about cleanliness to prevent the spread of infection and they were not the slightest bit worried about their responsibility for washing their hands after they've used the toilet so that any germs they might have in their bodies they weren't transmitting to to anybody else it was all about being clever trying to be clever and snigger Professor Bloomfield, it's really interesting what you're saying about the difference between cleanliness and hygiene. Can you just explain the distinction between those two terms for people who might not understand? Well, unfortunately, we lack the words, but cleanliness means what it says. It says using some sort of means, wiping or soap and water or rinsing or whatever, to get rid of visible dirt so that something appears clean to us. But in fact, what hygiene is, is about protecting ourselves from exposure to harmful microbes. So yes, we still use cleaning as a way for removing microbes from our hands or from a surface where we've been recently cutting up a chicken or something like that. But hygiene is about targeted cleaning. It's Mm. cleaning in the right place at the right time where there is risk of spread of harmful microbes. And that's very different from saying, I am going to clean my whole house so that it looks clean. Mm. Just kind of playing devil's advocate here. Say when women go to the toilet for a number one, they don't necessarily have a lot of contact with their genitals. Their hands don't necessarily have to touch any parts of their body. Can it really be that unhygienic to, and I am not saying by any any means that I, I <laughs> that's the behaviour that I practice, but... I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. Is it, is it really that bad? Well, it's about picking out moments where there can be risk from moments where there is very little risk. So if you touch the floor, then it's very unlikely that you will touch an area of the floor where there are harmful microbes. If you touch your body, then there are all sorts of ways in which our bodies, even the front area of the underneath of our bodies, there are microbes all around that area that we live with quite happily, but can be harmful to other people. And they're not harmful unless they get in the wrong place. So it's about saying, do this at the times when there is a known risk. So it's a bit like seatbelts in a car. When you go out, it's very unlikely you'll have an accident, but you may do. So that's why you do it every time you get in the car and go, you wear your seatbelt. It's the same thing that every time you touch that area of your body, you should wash your hands afterwards. It's just common sense and being respectful to other people around you. There's a there's a question which I think confuses a lot of people, which I was hoping to, to get a clear answer on finally. Is urine sterile? Urine itself is sterile, but remember, as it comes down the canal to the outside, 
it does pick up organisms from the membranes of the urethra and the outside. And I've forgotten my physiology now to, to describe it. But you know the area we're talking about. Particularly if someone, say, has got thrush, the organisms of thrush really stay on our bodies and we can carry them persistently. It's only now and again when something happens that they infect us. So all of those sort of organisms are around that area and can be infectious to other people or in the other way that you can pick organisms up on your hands and transmit it from elsewhere and transmit it to yourself. So, yes, it's about being careful at the right times in the right places. In this clip, we're all talking about, there's a moment when one of the girls says, and you know that there were less diseases in the past. Is that true or is that totally false? Yeah, no, that's that. <laughs> I did hear, and that was again, it was somebody who thought they knew and they really don't know. In the 1920s, one in four children died as a result of an infectious disease. So there were four of them sitting in that room laughing and joking. In fact, if they'd lived 50 years ago or so, one of those would not have been present because they would have died before the age of five from an infectious disease. Obviously, that number has gone down now and we're very lucky, but no way is it saying that, oh, in the good old days when people had to trudge down the garden to to a loo that was out there where you couldn't wash your hands, that there was less infections in those days. There certainly wasn't. There was more infections. And we still see this happening today, right? I mean, there's parts of the world where people don't have access to hand-washing facilities and, and that leads to increased spread of disease. Yes, and if you look at the statistics in those low-income countries where there's poor sanitation and inadequate access to water and soap, the levels of diarrheal diseases are orders of magnitude higher than they are in, in countries where there's adequate sanitation and adequate water. So, it, you know, it's so clear... The age-old debate, Professor Bloomfield, is how is it best to wash your hands? Is there a preferred method? I think the trouble is that you can't see microbes. So you have to take it on trust that you have used a method that works. You know, if you've been out in the garden and you've been working in the garden and you've got soil on your hands, it's easy. You just wash them until they look clean. But if you have got microbes on your hands, you've got to make sure that they're reduced to a level which is not harmful. And we know that the way to do that is to make sure that you apply soap and water to your hands, rub your hands thoroughly, the whole area of your hands, for 20 seconds and then rinse your hands under running water. And remember that rinsing is important. The fact that you rub your hands with soap doesn't mean the organisms just go. They're still there. The soap has some antibacterial killing effect, but it's the rinsing the organisms off the hands that's very important, which is why when you don't have access to soap and water, if you're on public transport, if you're in a restaurant, if you're aeroplane where it's very difficult to get up and wash your hands before you eat a meal, then that's why it's very uh, useful in those places where you're all the time touching surfaces that other people are touching to carry with you a hand sanitizer so that you can make sure you sanitize your hands. Is there such thing as overwashing your hands? Well, yes, because what I've been trying to say is there are certain key times when there is risk. 
if your hands are unpleasantly dirty, then wash them. So it's about understanding that there are risk moments when it's really important to wash your hands. There are other moments when they're dirty and you want to wash your hands for your own comfort. Otherwise than that, washing your hands once an hour or once every three hours or whatever, that is over cleaning. It's about trying to break the spread, the journey of the germ. It's not about trying to get rid of them from our world. It's about blocking their spread. Great. Well, Professor Bloomfield, thank you so much for joining us. That was really appreciated. Thank you. I think we all had a bit of an immature giggle at one point during that conversation, didn't we? When was that, Eve? I think it was when um, Professor Sally Bloomfield said poo. Uh, it's funny. We've we all are been, serious health jokes. Yeah, but we've all been dancing around the topic and maybe that's the problem. Maybe we were too squeamish talking about this issue. I'm going to say something, okay? Oh, God. I think, from what I've now learnt from Sally and reading about this subject, if you are a woman and you're going for a number one and you use a lot of toilet paper and you're not actually touching anything... I'm not saying that it's hygienic, but I don't think it's the most unhygienic thing you could do. But you're touching the door handle that people use to leave the toilet after going poo. Going poo? Going poo. <laughs> <Are you> 12 <laughs> um, After having gone number two. <laughs> but can I just say, children, you're touching lots of different surfaces all the time that other people are touching. Doesn't matter that it's in a toilet. That one's direct from toilet to door handle, though. You don't give people a chance to even try and wash their hands I between s- the toilet stall. Yeah, and I do. Some... Okay, yeah, and I also do. While you're I there, why that. not wash your hands? You know. That's probably... the other thing. I always kind of thought, even if you don't really get your hands dirty, it is maybe just like a good marker. Every time you go to the bathroom, maybe it's just the time of day you should also wash your hands. You know. I absolutely yes. agree. And 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 just case in point, some startling facts for you do you want to know how some more (laughs) more startling bring them banknotes 14 percent of banknotes have poo on them i don't think anyone uses banknotes well they they use credit cards and 10 percent of credit cards have feces on them oh god anyway on that note i think we should say that's all we've got time for this week thank god you can read all about this and lots of other health topics in this weekend's The Mail on Sunday, which you can consume in paper form or on the Mail app or by visiting mailplus.co.uk. We'll be back with another topic on Medical Minefield next week. See you then. Goodbye. Goodbye.